Joining us now, Bradley Anai, defensive end for the University of Utah. Bradley, what's up, man? How are you? How is it? We're doing great. How are you? You like this Good. stuff? You like coming down and talking to everybody? Yeah, I mean, grateful to be here. That's why Good you for came you back for your me. senior year, just because you knew you'd be able to do this, right? Um, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I was chose to do this. I got the phone call from Coach Witt and uh, just took the opportunity. So, Bradley, I see uh, you took a photo with the Pac-12 championship trophy. I actually oh, retweeted yeah. this thing. Yeah. And you're standing next to it, and you said, this would look real good at the home of the Utes. How much does that trophy mean to you, and what does it mean to be picked first? It means a lot, and I think the Utes and their fans, our fans, we, uh, we deserve it. And you know, it, it's, it belongs in Salt Lake after this year. And I, I do believe that, and I do believe this team has all the um, instruments in order to do so. So we saw last year, obviously, you had a pretty good season. You win the division, you get to the conference final, but you lose it, and then you lose your bowl game. What is driving you this year? Sorry. What's driving you this year after getting close last year but not getting over the top? Right. Exactly like you said, you know, being so close, um, losing, you know, by, you know, it, it gets juggled in the air, he catches it, yeah, yeah. runs it back. You know, it's all something that uh, me as a defensive player couldn't control. So that was the most frustrating part about that was um, not being able to control that. And so it's me coming back and Zach coming back, all of us coming back. Uh, we're just grateful for the opportunity to go and have another shot at uh, bringing the silverware to Salt Lake. You've, uh, you've been around for a minute now, and you've been a part of some great defensive lines. You've played with some great defensive linemen, but you've got all the guys coming back this year. Is this the best it's been since you've been at Utah? So as far as defensive line? Defensive line, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, there's a lot of speculation into that, but I believe this group of defensive linemen has the most expectation for ourselves. Uh, we have high standards. Uh, being around Lucky Foto, John Pennicini, uh, me and myself, other guys as well, we hold ourselves to a higher standard and on what we want to accomplish. And so you know, this year's another time to go and you know have these these beliefs in ourselves manifest. And like you know being chosen, you know, Phil Steele has us in his number one the defensive line unit in the country and whatnot. And those things are just a manifestation of our beliefs in ourselves because. We've been talk, talking about it for a long time as a unit, and that you know why not why not be the best when you've got a unique schedule in front of you, and it starts right out of the gates with an in-state rival in BYU, and I know you know them well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on taking BYU on right out of the gates? I think it's perfect. You know, we get our rivalry over with, and it's a good, you know end to the offseason start of the season you know so it's a good opportunity to shake out all the you know first game jitters and just get right into it and it should be a fun game uh it's just another game for us um we're gonna approach it just like how we approach every other team that we play you know with all our you know that week all our energy goes into preparation for that week and so it's the same each and every week we try to approach every team the same way so with the same discipline and all that 
How did you come to the decision and who got involved with you deciding to return as opposed to go to the NFL? Well, the agency was all on me. I uh, had, had full control over my decision. There wasn't anybody to, you know, even my parents said, it's up to you, do whatever you want. <laughs> you know? And so I was there and big deciding factor was like we've mentioned earlier was the unfinished business yeah no i wanted another shot at the title another shot at doing something that no other team at utah has done and so forth how much did lewis powell or kyle whittingham or um morgan scally get involved in in that decision or helping you with that decision um, like I said, it was more like a help. So for the coaches, it was more like a help instead of like, I suggest you do this or suggest you do that. It was more like, if you do this, here's what comes with that, and so on and so forth. If you do this, here's what could help you. You know, it, you know, the decision was basically myself gathering all this help and information and making a decision. And it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't that hard for me. You know, I wanted to come back and finish school and come back and have another shot and come back and have another shot at you know upping my draft grade and so on and so forth and so it wasn't a difficult decision for me a lot of guys are coming back bradley on on the defense including that defensive line we talked about but a couple of new faces at linebacker tell us about those guys are they going to step right in they have some big shoes to fill seemingly though they have a lot of talent Mm -hmm. they're a very talented group very hard working group overall um, you know, the bar has been set as far as off-season work by Cody Barton, uh, Chase Hansen, one of the hardest workers, you know, to come to Utah. And the bar has been set high for those uh, guys at the linebacker spot. And they've come in and they've fit that very well. And um, it's a very talented group, especially, um, namely, Manny Bowen. Those guys you guys already know, uh, Francis Bernard. And you got Devin Lloyd. Very talented group. And... Guys who are willing to work off, you know, to prepare for the season um, and so on. Bradley, let me ask you, would you rather come into a Pac-12 season where you see Utah at the very top of the list and all the projections and first round votes and, or, or sorry, uh, number one votes and all these things, or would you rather come in middle of the pack, kind of an unknown, but knowing like you've got a, a nice returning group? Uh, honestly, either way, it doesn't matter. For me, as a player, um, I mentioned earlier in other interviews that how we approach each season is the same focus as how we would approach any season, whether we're projected you know, to win the whole thing or whether we're projected to not even beat Oregon State. And so, do, you, uh, <laughs> do, you, do you think Kyle Whittingham handles it the same? Yeah. Will he be he, the same coach, number one, and the same coach middle or bottom yes yes i believe so and uh, i think as a team we've adapted that attitude to where uh, regardless of where we're at or what we're doing our focus is on the next our whole mentality is next man up or next play or next season it's all the same mentality uh, at the at the utah football and it's you know it's a continue it's continually um it's a mentality that's going to stay at utah that you know next it doesn't matter what the past, what has happened before. It's all about what happens next, and that mentality will continue to stick with Utah football. 
Do you think the guys at all will discuss that you're picked to win the conference? As the players? Yeah, yeah, in the locker room. When you guys show up for fall camp? I don't think it will be any talk about that. Nothing? No, it'll be um, every single guy is just the whole, each individual on the team, which I think is very special, was what makes this team very special is the mentality that a lot of guys share. It's that everybody wants to be get better, and I've seen that this offseason. Guys are trying to better themselves in the weight room, on the field. It doesn't matter what it is, and everything else really doesn't matter. And all this uh, preseason stuff kind of just bells and whistles but that's the mentality a lot of that's in the locker room is everyone wants to better themselves and better the people around them, the players around them and so you know the talk will probably be like how you know did, did you see my can you what you know what could i do to better my play on this play that's uh-huh. that's what we will be talking about instead all right bradley let's say you're you're playing byu or you're playing arizona or whoever fourth quarter three minutes left in the game it's third down and eight and you got to get a sack you've set it up all game long what pass rush move are you going to <laughs> well i have a lot uh, i know you got a lot but so what's what you go to what's go to what's the one you when you think okay i gotta get this what's the move you go to hit him with the i'll probably hit him with a speed rush lined up either tight or or, or wide on him hopefully you know, the guys hear about this like, <laughs> I think either you, hit him with hey, speed no, or here's if, the thing if you, you want over- them to hear about it because oh, yeah. then they're setting oh, on yeah. it <laughs> it doesn't matter use it, it against yeah, them it doesn't matter but yeah and if you know if the guy jumps out over sets and I'll hit him with the spin inside it really doesn't matter what they do I have I'll have my plan and they'll have theirs has, so. it, has it been unique I mean you've got two D-line coaches now you've got uh, two NFL guys two high level motor right. guys that, right. that are working well together do you, do you lean on both or, or more lewis powell with the outsides or how do you how do you use as those a, guys as a defensive unit i think we're all you know uh, as one there's not any dissension among the tackles and the ends especially with the coaches they're like best friends all the coaches are best friends and all of the defensive line we we get together very well and often and our chemistry is there and so as far as coaching up uh, technique, you know, the uh, Lewis Powell is the one that coaches up the edges. Um, Coach Pohua is the one that coaches up the interior guys. So as far as technique-wise and football stuff, yeah, the, they focus on their own group. But if there's anything that we can change as edge, edge guys for the interior guys or the vice versa, yeah. Then, then there will be there will be a discussion and whatnot. I, I I've got a long-standing belief that that Lewis Powell is an underrated big-time coach. I mean, a big-time coach. Yeah. You, you know, look, you look at the talent that he's brought in, that he's developed in his mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a spectac- spectacular D-line coach across the board, but working exteriors now. Right. So yeah, you got that totally right. We're right on the hit it right on the nose. But Coach Powell is, is a tremendous coach. He. Is like your best friend, but your coach, and so he and he's a very good recruiter, also, and so um, he's a special part of why the D line is how we are today, and he he plays a big role in that. Well, Bradley, it's been a pleasure to sit down with you. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes. Good thanks, luck, man. Appreciate for it. Having me. Yeah, you bet. Thanks.